The Fly in the Buttermilk by James Baldwin is an essay that reflects on the poor educational system black children get to receive. American Son by Kenny Leon is an adaptation of a Broadway play into a film by Netflix due to its popularity and significant relevance in today's society. It is not specifically based on a true story, but is, com- is, a co- is a common narrative that exposes the truth of what it's like for parents to raise and have a black kid in today's society. Baldwin writes about a black mother who has courageously put her child in a white school after seeing that her son has not been getting the education she thinks he needs in the, in the black school he used to go to. He, he does this as he wants to show that systemic racism happens in the educational system due to it being catered to white people. She do- he does this through dialogue and narration. Leon, on the other hand, captures the direct and directs a film that is set in a precinct about a black mother and a white father arguing of as their son has gone missing. He does this as he wants to show the systemic racism that happens in the police and law system due to it being catered to white people. He does this through camera angles and dialogue between the characters of Kendra, the single black mother, and, the, and Scott, the white ex-husband, and the police officers, uh, officers involved in the investigation of their lost son. Therefore, the global issue is the presentation of systemic racism in society, which is impossible to escape no matter what the black communities attempt to do. Racism is evident when G explains that his mother assigned him into a previously all-white high school. The word previously is a time connected that shows that something is changing and the term all-white high school signifies that segregation has happened but is in the process of changing. Kids in this school do not know how to properly act when they encounter a black person as they grew up with the privilege to study in an all-white high school in an all-white community. Given this, they grow up learning very white ideals such as how black people are inferior and are like animals, therefore dangerous. Their actions of racism is something that isn't is tolerated and is something that even ha- not only happens to G but also to the principal. This is evident when the ch- children shout shout and call the principal the N-word lover. This shows how this the kids do not even respect the prin- their principal, the highest, the person who holds the highest position in school. The N-word is a derogatory term that the children commonly use towards G and even the principal, but no one is stopping them, as they use their power in numbers to challenge the integrated school system. They are not afraid of him, him referring to the principal. The children use the situation to question his authority, as they see the black student as the issue. They use their white privilege against the white principal, which is ironic and how they can't sim- they simply can't even respect someone who belongs to the same race as them. While the mother knows that this is all happening, she still persists of sim- persisted in him in sending him to the previously all-white school because at his previous school, she quote-unquote says that he was learning nothing and that then there, he was out in the street getting into mischief. Kids, black kids commonly getting into mischief is an effect of the problem of the lack of access in, to education. 
these children have no aspirations. They simply do not care because even people who are important to them don't have the abilities to provide what they can because they are they belong to the minority group in the community. Not only were the children a problem, but even the principal who holds the highest position in the school, who turns a black blind eye to the racism that is blatantly happening in the school to the point of which he makes insensitive and or even racist comments. This is evident when he says to Baldwin that it seems to me that colored schools are just as good as white schools. This emphasizes that he belongs to the community of white people who are privileged, which causes them to be naive of what is truly going on outside their community. This is because they simply do not need to care about others as they are just blinded by the luxury of their privilege. He continues but when saying, I believe that the creator will always help us find a way to solve our problems. The word the creator refers to the Christian God as this is as the white the majority of the white population in America are Christian. The behavior of mentioning God is commonly done as white people have the luxury to just pray that they will be alright because they know that they can be safe in their homes, jobs and school, while black people can't even be safe can't even wake up feeling safe because they know that they will not be protected under the law due to the prejudice prejudices that come with the co- with the color of their skin. It is still ironic how they mention God, but then judge others on the basis of their skin. White privilege is also evident in society and is captured in the scenes of American Son where Scott, the father of Jamal, is having a dramatic monologue with his ex-wife, Kendra. He starts off with saying that his world is not my world. His definitely, his His world is not that world. His world is definitely my world. The word that refers to the black community, and the word my is a possessive pronoun which amplifies his white privilege that he gets to have being uh, white. When saying this, he spits on black culture and essentially what it's like being black. He looks at it as something that should be avoided because he associates it with being the crooked route in life. He implies that his world is the only world Jamal should be in. He, can, he continues by saying, I simply will not re- accept him regressing into. It is an ellipse. He pauses, realizes that, and realizes what he's about to say. He's about to say that he doesn't want Jamal regressing into the black community, being black, and everything that has to do with being black. He more, he more regrets that he has to continue the sentence in front of Kendra, but deep down inside does not regret what he is about to say because to him it is the truth. Scott and Kendra's discussion is now regressing to an argument when Kendra says, we don't even know what happened yet. And Scott replies with, something happened, I can take a pretty good guess as to what. The word pretty good guess is symbolizes how Scott is basically just assuming what that Jamal is getting into trouble. Scott, like every other racist person, all already has a stigma to what they think black people do as they associate black people as trouble troublemakers and threats in this society. Kendra later on is offended when Scott non unconsciously creates a slight grammar uh, grammatical error when he's and she replies with 
As hard as I work to make him fit in, it is a slap in my face when you cavalierly lapse into Oki from Muskogee. Kendra is offended because she, for one, is an English teacher, and she probably had to work twice, thrice, or even four times as hard due to her not only being black, but also a woman, a woman for her to reach where she is at, being a teacher and having a PhD. And for her ex-husband to speak slang to her cavalierly, it enrages her as it symbolizes how privileged his life was, not having to go through what she did just to reach where he was at, he is at in his life. He compares Scott to Oki from Muskogee, a southern band associating his grammatical mistake with his accent. Later in the film, they continue to have the conversation, which leads Scott saying, You know he's driving around with two black kids? Here he interrogates Kendra about her parenting allowing Jamal to go with two black kids, and Jamal's, and also questioning Jamal's friendship choices in choosing to be friends with black kids rather than the white kids in his community, given that he lives in Coral Gables, a, com- a community that is white dominant. He says this in a disappointed, angry manner. He puts a negative tone when he says two black kids. He blames the presence of the two black kids rather than realizing that it is the police system that got his son into the situation. Him blaming the two black kids show that, shows that he is racist, which is ironic because his son is half black. He sees his son differently as more, and as, as he sees his son, his son differently as probably more privileged than other black kids. When in reality, he is seen by others as, a, just, as just another black kid who is troublesome and is a threat in today's society. This is a global issue as the, to, these two texts are set 70 years apart and shows how even after seven years, these problems are still happening in our environment. Given that this global issue, issue then leads to the Black Lives Matter movement, given that there are still people who would disagree that those who classify themselves as right-wing or in the states are commonly Republican, they would likely defend the class piece of G for their actions and against the principal who would also agree with what Scott wants it for Jamal and what is right for Kendra's present, Kendra's and 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 what Scott wants for Jamal is what is right, and that Kendra's parenting is wrong. As stated earlier, though that this was seventy years apart, it is so evident that this is this problem is timeless, and that this issue is still happening and is still tackled in today's society.